Greetings, my X-Files geeks. Welcome to Reopening the X-Files, the show that proves the truth is still out there. I'm Nate, the Ultimate Movie Geek, and I'm joined once again, because she can't get away due to lockdown, the enigmatic <laughs> Agent Powell. Ay ay ay. Don't know why I'm doing radio DJ. Yeah, I don't know. Language. Crack on. Voice. You sound alright. Did I? Oh, yeah. thanks. Uh, we're continuing, th- th- this episode is continuing the uh, double episode that followed on from Dwayne Barry as he abducted Scully from her apartment. So, Agent Powell, <laughs> do you know what the plot is? Yeah, Dwayne Barry robs Scully. Robs Scully? Robs her. Goes around her house, doesn't literally rob her, literally robs her, takes her, um, and she gets beamed up by a little... Green Does she though? Because it looked like helicopters to me. Yeah, it did look like a helicopter. It did, didn't it? Right, so following on from the events of uh, of Dwayne Barry, Ascension is a continuation of the plot. Uh, following the kidnapping of Scully by an unhinged Dwayne Barry, played by Steve Railsback, uh, Mulder races to track her down as he's taking her to replace him of the <laughs> bloody messed that up replacing himself with her as an abductee yeah what i like about this is this has all been set up so from the closing of the x-files at the end of season one this has all been set up uh, as a plan because julian anderson got pregnant so in this episode she's only in it for like two scenes or something like that. She's like in the back of a boot of the car. And she's also, you can see her just in the boot from the police car that pulls them over. So is there anything that stands out from this episode for you? Um, It's one I remember. I think it's because she, she was taken and it was such a shocking thing. Yeah. And you, uh, you expect her to come back and the X-File be solved like always. And she doesn't. No, she disappears. Yeah, she disappears. In and I think, I think it hits home, doesn't it, at the end of the episode, near the end, when Mulder's... He looks like shit in this episode. And he's lost, basically. He's lost his friend. He's lost the person who's been with him throughout the full... The first season mm. and all that. And someone who... Though she doesn't believe him, she she believes in what he's doing. Yeah. And she's gone now. And he's left with Crycheck. So what I like about this episode is, well, both of the episodes, like Dwayne Barry is is basically a hostage, hostage situation where we are completely in this, uh, it's a travel agent, isn't it? And he's got hostages and Mulder goes in and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's a nice episode. And then this one is a complete contrast because it is a, it's sort of on, on the road. Mulder's tracking down Dwayne Barry. Yeah, it's a bit of a cat and mouse yeah. thing, isn't it? So they, they almost complement each other. As being almost like a movie, if you put them together, you, yeah. you've got what ninety minutes of of an episode that goes from one situation to, to another, another. And to the end. Well, not the end, but what he was telling them would happen happens. Yeah. There is also a follow up to this uh, in uh, the episode. I think it's is it breathe. Something it's like a trilogy of episodes uh, involved with Scully's abduction. I can't remember what that episode's called. The episode One Breath. 
is a follow-up to this, so it, it they all tie into the same story. So what were you saying about the cable car scene? No, I was just saying, well, it, it's a bit <laughs> eye-confusing because when Mulder and Crycheck get there, they say, oh, there's Dwayne Barry been here, and the guy's like, yeah, but we're short, he's drove up, he's gone up the mountain, it takes an hour's drive, and he's meant to have been there 45 minutes before. So, like, Mulder goes up on the cable car, Crycheck waits down with the operator. Because he's got sinister Now, the cable car shouldn't take that long, we've been on cable cars. Yeah. But when he gets there, Dwayne Barry, he's already there. Must have absolutely rammed he's it. He's probably rammed it because he's been a tri- like told to get there by the aliens or whoever it is. Although I suppose you could argue that he's not long been there because the car's like yeah. open and he's abandoned. He's not long been there, and Mulder was. It Crycheck stops him, doesn't he? Yeah. So he, 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 I don't know. It's weird, like because the cross plays a lot, doesn't it? Scully's cross necklace. Yeah comes up again in this episode so Mulder takes it from the boot of the car when yeah. he gets to the summit and he's checking she's not there so he takes that runs along further where this blinding light comes from but it does look like a helicopter so it sounds like a helicopter as well but then it zooms and off and then it zooms off quickly and then Dwayne Barry's just laughing hysterically yeah. and going oh they've taken you know they've taken her then you're not going to take me now and yeah, I don't know. I think that bit was a bit... Quick. Could have done it better, I think. Well, it leaves it open. Does it? Is it? Was it aliens or was it the government? And, and we later find out that it was just the government, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> it was because they were the ones who in thingy death. What I, I like about the episode is like there's not much Scully in it. She's, a, she's in the boot. But then there's also you have Mulder's little dream or his impression of what's going on and they've, they've actually used Scully's pregnant belly to show that she's being inflated or something like that I yeah, don't it's, it's very odd the belly's like pulled out as if it's like a fast forward pregnancy yeah. isn't it? but it's weird though because they could do that and I suppose the, 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 the I don't know it's, it's good I enjoyed it um so compared to Dwayne Barry which is the better episode this one. No. You think this one? No, the last one. I was going to say that. Dwayne I mean, Barry. Dwayne Barry. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I think it's because you said Dwayne Barry. <laughs> this is okay and it complements it. Yeah. Um, but I think once you've watched it two or three times, I think the, the Dwayne Barry is better because it's introducing you to him and it's more about him and he's a really good actor. And the alien abductions and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and like what he's gone through, it's quite horrific. Yeah. Where this is just a bit of a car chase. And then I was really disappointed when Crycheck came out as a bad guy in this. Well, it's I think like... we mentioned that last, yeah. uh, the other night, um, because it it's too quick. It was introduced, what, two episodes ago or yeah. three episodes ago? And now he's a bad guy straight yeah. away. And he's, he's talking to the smoking, cigarette smoking man and all that. So it, it's an odd one. It was... As well, seeing Mulder getting enraged, he gets really enraged when anyone messes with his scully. His scully. And he sort of briefly <laughs> chokes, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Dwayne, when he's, he, they took him obviously back down to the, the base, the room, and he dies not long after. Yeah, but Crycheck's in there with him, isn't mm, he? Well, he's been in with him, yeah. yeah. Um, And it is, it's just, I don't know. It's a weird one. You want to really, really like it. <coughs> I like COVID girl. 
But I don't know, there's something this, this I just feel like they could have done something a little bit different. Yeah. I don't know what. Um, and Agent X is in this as well. I never liked his character. No, no, you you said that. Yeah. But I love how the, like, it's on in the background again, and he's just literally come out. He's walked out yeah. of the shadows. So you could just see his mouth. I just don't understand it. why he'd help him. Because every point, he's always pissed off with him. He's more pissed off than Skinner is with him. <gasps> oh, and this episode has Skinner and Mr. X. So it's our next segment will uh, be great. Here, but <laughs> he just, I don't get why he would give him information. So I think he's been told to give him information. Mm. Because he doesn't like Mulder. No, I and don't we know. we see that later on. He I doesn't... think it's because he believed in what uh, Deep Throat stood for. And that's why he does it. He says that he's doing it for his predecessor. Right. Or something along those lines. I don't and later on, that, when Mr. X um, gets found out, mm-hmm. he gets found out in a, in the real like real sense, doesn't he? And he's taken care of. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he believes in what Deep Throat was doing. And because Deep Throat's dead, he's just filling in yeah. those... I think Blanks. that may be why I didn't hurt to him because he just didn't seem to like him. Yeah. He always seemed irate <laughs> and not really giving him proper. Well, they never do. No one ever does well, give him anything. Me this, it's like you never get proper answers after here, time. I'll give you this bit of information that has half of it missing, and I'm going now. Why can't you just tell me that aliens are over that car- around the corner? It. You know, well, it's it is. But, I mean, that's part of the X-Files, isn't it? This is the episode as well where Mulder goes... Isn't it where he gets um, Cigarette Smoking Man's apartment number? Oh, I don't know. It's on now. We watched this ages ago, so I'm... Yeah, it's on in the background now. Sketch it together. What I like about it as well, he goes into Crychek's car and finds all the cigarettes in the cigarette tray. Yeah. And he's like, ching, ching. Yeah. He's so it's funny because it's like we only know, he also knows about Crycheck. Yeah. But I mean, what did they do with the guy? Because Crycheck hit the guy's head, didn't he? What's yeah. his face? The guy who was operating the crane. Yes, the crane. And he stopped right, the yeah. cable car just from the top. Mulder gets out to get on the top and then he starts it up again. Yeah. But then lets it go all the way in. So he only very, very briefly interrupts Stops Mulder. him, yeah. And like you said, he was probably <laughs> trying to kill him by starting it. But the minute he didn't fall off, you'd have stopped it again. Do you know what I mean? You just stopped and started yeah. it. That's well, maybe that's just my uh, mad. I don't know. Mad evil villain in a. You, yeah, you you'd have taken care of him. If 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 let's face it, you if we were proper gone, villains, oh, he didn't fall. I'll just let him. I'll just pull it all the way into the. If we were proper villains, we'd have taken care of him older. Because yeah. like they say later on in series, you don't want to make this this one man's quest become a crusade. No one's following Mulder. Yeah, but no. they do. They do the long gunmen do. But they do it in their own way. Yeah, but people know him. People know who he is. He's got a little fan club. That's why he's spooky, Mulder, isn't he? Yeah. We heard about you in the uh, in Quantico. You spooky. Yeah. yeah. But, but even like <laughs> civilians. Well, not civilians because not the army. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> Non-FBI people is what I'm trying to say. Know about him. Yeah. Cassandra Spencer's mother knew about him. Spender. Not Spencer. Is he not Spencer? Not Spender. I thought he was called Spencer. Oh. Oh, oh. I suppose uh, Max Fennig as well, you knew about him. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, I'll uh, I'll leave it to it then. Should we move on to everybody's second favourite part of the show? Yeah. Is Skinner pissed off in this episode? Yeah, massively. <laughs> he is as well. So he's on screen right now talking on the phone. And he just looks pissed off. It's silent, but you can tell his face is pissed. Look at him. No. He's really, he's really <laughs> irate, isn't he? I think, right, I think what's bothering Skinner is he, he's tighty whiteys are too tight. Tighty whiteys are I think he's got the wrong size. Yeah, he's got he's got <laughs> mediums instead of large. The pinching. And that man needs a large. <laughs> the pinching places, he shouldn't be pinching. Is Mr. X pissed off in this? Yeah. I don't think he looks pissed off. He sounds it though, doesn't yeah, but he? But he always sounds pissed off. Yeah. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe he had a nice day. Sounds like he's just stubbed his toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Right. So, everybody's favourite part of the show? Fanboy facts. I don't know that one. I don't. I'll go now. So, this episode, uh, the, the, the guy who uses the crane... Is the crane operator? No. Cable car operator, sorry. I think that's because I said crane yeah. operator. Is is played by Peter LaCroix. Is it LaCrosse? LaCroix? LaCroix. I don't know. Anyway, you may remember him from such X-Files episodes as EBE, where he played Ranheim or Frank Deuce, Druce. He was the um, truck driver who was driving the truck with the alien inside. Do. Who also comes back in the 1997 episode Unrequited as the soldier who can disappear. Yep. I said that as soon as he came on. Knowing from somewhere. Yep. And I said, yeah, the X-Files. <laughs> uh, it's the, it, at this point, it's the second time um, that the opening credits end with a phrase other than the truth is out there. In this one, it is... Deny everything. I think the last one was Trust No One. Trust No One. From the episode. Oh, Christ. It's the last episode of the series. Oh, I'm not saying it again. It's the flask one. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it again. I'm not very good at saying things. Oh, yeah, when thing dies. Yeah. Um... Oh, here where we are, yeah. Alright, Scully gets abducted um, because she was pregnant. They were initially upset that this was happening, but they, they wrote around it, that like we said earlier on, that they they closed the X-Files and separated them and had her film differently. Um, ideas such as Scully giving birth to an alien baby were dismissed. And ultimately, the writers uh, changed what they were going to do with the story. But what's funny for this episode is the censors and the producers were reluctant to showing Scully in the trunk of the car. But um, they fought, Chris Carter fought for the image because he had to show that Scully was in, actually in danger. Right. And, and, that, and I suppose it is because, and like you say, at the end of this episode, she is gone. Yeah. Why She's would that be censored though? Well, I don't know, because... I don't know, because it would have probably been on... Over here it was on the 9, wasn't it, back in the day? Yeah. I can't find my fanboy facts. Where are they? There you go. Uh, Grouse Mountain and its historical aerial tramway located in North Shores Mountains 
overlooking Vancouver and Canada, was filmed as Skyland Mountain in Tramway. David Duchovny performed his own stunt by hanging precariously from the tramway. I did actually look at that before when we were watching it. Yeah, it does. And thought, yeah, it, it looks real, real, that. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't. I'd just be absolutely... <laughs> well, saying that, I suppose if you're the star of your own TV show, you'd, you'd probably do stuff like that, wouldn't you? Um, the song playing uh, the first time Dwayne Barry is seen is Red Right Hand, performed by Nick Cave and The Bad Seat. Do you know where this... Two places where this this uh, this song has been played. The Peaky Blinders. Yeah, it's, it's the theme tune for the Peaky Blinders. And what else? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I know, but I can't think. Come on, you must know. Uh, our son's been watching it recently on Netflix. We let him watch it. And uh... <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Ah, uh, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Same year. As this episode aired, 1994. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, the barcode segment that Scully later scans in the supermarket, this doesn't sound right because she didn't do that in this episode, uh, and maybe two dozen bars, was, this is really weird, um, it's described as being 10 microns across, although, of course, normal barcodes are much larger. <laughs> this is a fanboy fact. I don't know what this is. The red out. light Shit. used in scanners has a wavelength of about 0.633 microns. Or 633 nanometers. It's just possible that the scanner would be able to do the code. Who gives a shite? Well, I don't know. It's That's here. a rubbish fanboy I know, fact. but we're very thin on the ground with fanboy facts. Very thin on this one. Yeah. So I'm surprised at that as well. Yeah. Dwayne Barry gets pulled over by a highway patrol car. But Virginia, where it's supposed to be set, does not have highway patrol. There is only the Virginia State Police. So is Highway Patrol something different in America to police? Write in and tell us if Highway Patrol is different to police. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm I assuming just, so. I just thought it was like traffic cops because we have, we've got cops. Yeah, no, we've got cops. But traffic cops are still cops. Highway Patrol. I don't know. Well, anyway. We're getting off tangent. It's just confusing. Always gone off tangent. That tangent. Uh, when Mulder imagines Scully's tests, her belly is real. Gillian Anderson belly. This is an awful one again. She was about to give birth. Yeah. But what's funny in that scene is the people in the background you can see don't look like they're aliens. They look like people in white suits. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which I think goes to show that. The she government. knew the government were doing it. The government. The government. Uh, I apologise, but that's, that that's the end of funny the fanboy facts. facts. They were a bit funny boy facts then. They're rubbish, weren't they? Yeah. I apologise. Maybe, maybe the uh, Skinner Pissed Off is going to be the best segment of the show. Or maybe it's the end of the show and that's going to be everyone's favourite. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back on Monday for another episode of Reopening the X-Files. Remember, everybody, look to the sky because the truth is out there. I wrote this.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.